Luke 5. Now, while the large crowds gathered closely around him and heard the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Genesaret. He saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had left them to wash their nets. He got in one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put the boat out a little from the land. He sat down in the boat and taught the crowd. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Go out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. Simon answered him, Master, we worked all night and caught nothing, but at your word I will let down the net. When they had done this, they caught such a great number of fish that their nets were breaking. They called to their partners in the other boats so they could come and help them. They came and filled both of the boats so full of fish that they began to sink. When Simon saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Leave me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he was amazed, as were all who were with him, at their catch of fish. James and John, sons of Zebedee, were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid, for now on you will be a fisher of men. When they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed Jesus. While he was in one of the cities, there was a man with leprosy. When he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, make me clean. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him. He commanded him not to tell anyone, Go and show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice commanded by Moses for your cleansing. Let it be a testimony to them. But the report concerning Jesus spread all over, and great crowds came to hear him and to be healed by him of their illnesses. But Jesus withdrew himself into the desert and prayed. On one of those days he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every village of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. The power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal people. Some men brought a paralyzed man on a cot, and they tried to bring him in to lay before Jesus. Not finding a way to bring him in because of the large crowd, they went up to the roof of the house and let him down through it with his cot right into the middle of the house before Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, Your sins are forgiven. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees began grumbling, saying, Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, answered them, Why are you grumbling in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Arise and walk? But, so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said this to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take up your cot, and go to your house. Immediately, the man rose up before them and took his cot and departed to his house, glorifying God. Amazement took hold on all, and they glorified God. They were filled with fear, saying, We have seen incredible things today. After this, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. Levi left everything and got up and followed Jesus. Levi made a great feast for Jesus in his house. There was a large number of tax collectors and others who were reclining with them. The scribes and Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with the tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered them, Those who are healthy have no need for a doctor but those who are sick do. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. They said to him, Why do John's disciples often fast and pray like the disciples of the Pharisees, but yours eat and drink? He said to them, Can you make the friends of a groom go on a fast while the groom is with them? 
The days will come when the groom will be away from them. Then they will go on a fast. He also told a parable to them. No one puts a piece from a new garment on an old garment, or else it will tear the new. And also, the piece from the new will not match the old. No one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the skins, and it will be spilled, and the skins will be destroyed. But new wine must be put into fresh skins, and both are preserved. No man having drunk old wine immediately desires new, for he says, the old is better.